0: Hi, my name is Thomas Johnson, and I'm the founder and CEO of Get Up To Get Fit's Wellness Coaching Concierge. I'm also a C-suite advisor and investor, and you're listening to the How May I Serve You podcast, where I'm constantly on the quest to surround myself with the best coaches while learning how to better serve our executive clientele by asking them, how may I serve you? Today's show is sponsored by Get Up To Get Fit. And Get Up and Get Fits will be providing students with textbooks and school supplies in Cambodia in honor of our guest today, as well as our philanthropic mission to impact at least 50,000 people per year. And today's guest is Josh Tan. Josh, how are you, buddy? I'm good, Thomas. Thank you for having me on the show. How are you doing? I'm doing very well. Thanks for asking. So Josh Tan is the founder and CEO of Alchemist Consulting. Josh works with manufacturing-based clients to develop production efficiency and increase executive team performance. He specifically supports business owners who are in rapid growth stages and are interested in acquiring additional businesses in the portfolio. Josh's background in engineering, operations, and management makes him an excellent resource for owners and investors looking to maximize profitability. Josh, that's amazing right there. (laughs)
1: <laughs> you know, it sounds better coming from your mouth, Thomas.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so Josh Josh is a buddy of mine. I met Josh a few years ago at a networking meeting in uh, Manhattan, and we had a phenomenal time. You know, I love everything he's about. He's very intelligent, um, and he, he's a go-getter. He's a go-getter. So Josh, um, for those that don't know you, I want you to tell us a little bit about who is Josh Tan. Give me the
1: too many version. Who are you, man? <laughs> Josh Tan is your champion in your pocket. Um, I love people. I love working with people. I have, I love working with both the left side and the right side of my brain. So, you know, the engineering side, solving problems, strategic thinking, as well as helping people communicate, work better as teams, um, get to the bottom of real problems and really solve them. I, I believe in that work and life balance, right? having success and having happiness. So, um, I've, I've been through a long journey of professional, professional seeking, you know, Mm -hmm. climbing corporate ladders as well as spiritual seeking. Um, my business is a professional service based business, right. But me as a person, uh, I I love self-development. I love working on myself and I love helping others be better in their lives for the people they care about and ultimately to grow business.
0: Awesome right there. And, um, something you definitely mentioned that definitely definitely is important self-development working on yourself in order for you to help others you have to make sure that you your cup your cup is full you have to make sure you work on yourself so you can be the best version of yourself right i'm glad you mentioned that josh thank you (laughs) so josh listen let's let's go back a tad bit okay um i want you to tell us like where you from man like where you from Um, talk to us a little bit more about your childhood, right? Because I believe that our childhood upbringing has a huge influence on who we become as adults. Okay. So, um, talk to us about that.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It's a great question. So I, I grew up in New Jersey, right? My parents were together when I grew up and we were an immigrant family. I was born in the States, but my parents immigrated from the Philippines. Okay. And uh, there was a lot of trouble with immigration, not with the process, but like, you know, coming to a new country, uh, thank God they knew English, but they, they had to like improve their English and they mm-hmm. had to find jobs, right? So there was a lot of time, you know, moving around from house to house, sleeping with our uncles and aunts and friends, couches and things like that. And, uh, you know, when we finally first started renting our own house, it was like me, my dad, my mom and my sister all in one bedroom. Mm. So like for the first, you know, I would say six, seven years of my life. It was like one bedroom. Right. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, for the most part, I was pretty happy as a kid. Actually, I, I didn't realize our situation, mainly just playing with toys, you know, crawling around, doing what kids do, watching some TV. And, uh, the first thing that was like a priority was go to school, right? Make sure you get good grades. So like call it a stereotype, whatever, but you know, as immigrant family education is the way out, right. That's, Mm -hmm. that's one, one way out. And for my family, that was the way out. So, all right, go to school, study hard. That was pretty much my life, right. Study hard, pretty narrow box. And, um, you know, I was an AB student, like probably an A student through grade school, a student through high school, Mm -hmm. AB student through college. And, uh, What I didn't realize is when I got older, I'd actually adopted a bunch of poor habits, Mm. specifically money habits. Right, Mm. so I led the story with that kind of like poverty story. We were lucky, or we my my parents worked hard and we worked into the middle class. Okay, but I had uh, like these really terrible money habits. Right, like scarcity mindset (laughs) from my mom, who was Mm. you know always worried about saving. Money's hard to come by. You got to work hard. And then this kind of like aloofness with money, like not really looking at money, not thinking about money, not caring about money from my dad. Mm. So, you know, the money thing, when I started making money, it was never enough, even though I was making good money. Mm -hmm. And then when I had it, I didn't know where it was going. Mm. Well, so um I had the chance from all that, you know, being on such a narrow path with just going to school and not really having much else. You no, know, there were some activities, sports, whatever, um, like snowboarding was my, my outlet, martial arts, uh, having such a narrow path, I didn't find myself. So that's why I'm such a big believer in self-development right mm-hmm. through the work of like Tony Robbins. When I was in high school, um, learning how to like transform myself, create myself, and then into the working world. Fast forward, struggle, not struggling. um, Discovering, discovering Mm -hmm. who I am, what I'm about, realizing I've got all these skills. I don't want to work under someone, no matter how much I climbed the ladder, it was, it was not enough. I was always seeking the next thing. Right. Um, eventually moved into private business Mm -hmm. where I see in private business, you know, businesses under $20 million, $40 million. These small businesses, they don't have all the bells and whistles, uh, yeah. large corporations. So that's why I like to bring them as an outside consultant.
2: Today's episode is sponsored by Get Up and Get Fit. Being an executive can be very demanding. Your schedule is unpredictable. You have conflicting responsibilities that pull you in multiple directions at once. You travel too much, work late hours, and cross time zones. All things that wreak havoc on your body. This is why having a wellness support team is necessary. Get Up and Get Fit is the wellness concierge support that busy executives, entrepreneurs, and celebs rely on to keep them healthy and fit despite their hectic schedules. A body under prolonged stress is not a healthy body. Time to reduce your stress. Increase your energy, flexibility, strength, and endurance so you can enjoy life instead of just living it. Go to getupandgetfit.com. That's G-E-T-U-P-N-G-E-T-F-I-T dot And schedule your consultation right now. Get up and get fit. It's a lifestyle.
0: Understood. Okay, Josh. Yeah, so, I me, mean, I found it fascinating that uh, the immigrant story, um, which is such a great story because I'm also... Um, an immigrant as well. <laughs> um, I have a similar a similar background. I was born in Liberia, you know, um, came here when I was six years old. Um, but I find it fascinating in regards to the scarcity mindset, right? because in the beginning you're in the survival state, right? You're surviving, you're working your butt off. you're depending on your own strength, your own um, um, ability to be an able person to get certain things done. So you always, even if you have money, always, you, you only know as much as you know, right? You are limited. So by taking the time to work on yourself, to better yourself, by focusing on personal development and constantly learning, that was the gateway. That was the Absolutely. gateway. Yeah. And if look, at, look at these books. I have a whole bunch of Tony Robbins books behind me, man. <laughs> a whole, whole, whole bunch of books behind me. Because I'm so big into personal development and mindset. Because if you don't, Take the time to actively work on yourself that you're going to be stuck because we are creatures of habits and we learn from the people we surround ourselves by. And especially the first seven years of our lives, that's, what, that's when we kind of learn, we kind of develop our personality. So by actively putting in the work, working, and working, and, and expanding your mindset and your horizon, you're able to do better. So kudos to you for getting past the hurdles and pushing through because it's tough. It's extremely tough, man. <laughs> it,
1: it is. And, and you know it. And, and kudos to you too. Like, and it is important to share and talk about it, right? So other people can see, like, okay, I'm not stuck.
0: Yes. Yes. Yes, indeed. So, so so Josh, man, I know you own a consulting company. So tell me a little bit more about that, right? Why, why did you develop this uh this um company?
1: So i did i did speak about it a little bit right um small businesses in america yeah really the backbone of america Mm -hmm. and i think that small businesses are a great way just the other way out right like i said school was the one way out for for me and my family but if you don't want to go to school there's a couple other avenues right there's the military Mm -hmm. right and then there's there's work there's blue collar work so i do believe that manufacturing is a strong and critical part of the American life, right? Not just the economy, American life, right? So develop this company because I have these skills in engineering that help improve efficiencies, help reduce error rates, help incre- increase, um, you know, your overall revenue, top line and product mm-hmm. profitability on the bottom line. Mm-hmm. And I've got all these certifications, right? Six Sigma, uh, lean manufacturing, you know, project management. It's not about me. It's about when i bring these tools to a small company they've probably like never seen it before they've mm-hmm. never had the budget to do it they didn't have seven engineers on staff like when i worked in corporate america we had like seven engineers so it's easy to do like all these different projects right easy in air quotes so i like to bring this in to small organizations small to mid-sized business and enterprise so that i can support american manufacturing and Families and owners that need it.
0: Got it, got it. So, so, so Josh, I, I know you just mentioned you work with small and medium-sized organizations, but um, what industry are you um industry agnostic or like, or do you have a specific industry that you like to focus on?
1: Yeah, I specifically focus on manufacturers, people that make physical products. Okay. okay. Um, my specialty is in metals and alloys, so any kind of like metal working. Casting, forging—that's my my specialty. Okay, and I do work with uh, agnostically across the board for manufacturers.
0: Understood. Understood. Okay. Okay. That's awesome, right there. So, so Josh, I me, mean, what makes you different, right? I mean, what makes you stand out? You no, know, what what's your it factor?
1: <laughs> my it factor. Uh, my it factor is huge capacity for strategic thinking. Right, okay. seeing how all the pieces connect. Right being able to put those pieces together and see where the plateau and the ceiling is for a business and how to, how to get around that or through that. Okay. And a lot of that deals with the people inside the organization. So I love Mm -hmm. working with the people I have a huge EQ to help them exceed. And I I have solved problems that um, I'm proud to say, like had stumped a lot of people. So, okay thinking problem solving emotional intelligence awesome
0: awesome so josh what drives you man i mean i gotta ask you this question right as a person that has come from a lot um what's currently driving you
1: you know the biggest drive for me is freedom okay freedom the pursuit of freedom time location financial freedom that that's my biggest pursuit Mm -hmm. and uh, i would say second to that is at the end of the day at the end of a project when somebody looks at you and they say wow that was a that made a big difference <laughs> or wow i had never thought about that thank you yeah. so much i'm gonna do this right away you know like that 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 is worth the work i remember a quick story i remember i had just worked with this executive team right mm-hmm. they had all these internal issues and they were wondering like can we really solve this so we did a two day leadership retreat. Nice. Got him into a, got him into a a location and we basically tore apart all the plans. Right. And there was a lot of struggle. People were, were arguing, which is good. You want healthy conflict. Mm -hmm. But at the end of it, they turned to me and they said, wow, that was better than I imagined exceeded my expectations. And I was like, wow, (laughs) <laughs> that made all the prep work worth it. Like, I really made a difference for these people, people just like me, people just like you who need it.
0: That's awesome right there, man. So you basically, you isolated them in one place and they had to deal with the problem. <laughs> yeah,
1: and, and uh, you know, having an outside resource yeah. is valuable because you don't have all the history. I don't have all the all the junk of like, oh, this person's not good or yeah. this person doesn't like this person, right? It's clean. <laughs>
0: That's awesome, right there, man. Because I, I could already picture it, man. I can picture you guys at this retreat just uh just picking everything apart. You know, I'm very visual. So as you as you tell me these stories, I'm able to picture it in my in my head. <laughs> nice. So Josh, um what are some um challenges you had to overcome, right, while creating your company?
1: Personal, personal challenges,
0: yeah, personal and business. Talk to me.
1: Yeah, well, personal challenges. <sighs> you know, there's a lot of fear that happens when you start a business, Mm -hmm. a lot of fear, a lot of self doubt. So that was one of the biggest things I had to get through. Okay. Um, And the worst part, you know, it still shows up till this day, you know, still shows up, like, can I do this? You know, every time I hit a new level, big, big, bigger project, I'm like, can I do this? You know, so I would say fear self doubt is a big one inside inside all of us, we have this internal conversation, right? Mm -hmm. And for all of us, it's different. For some people, it's, um, you know, I'm, I'm not lucky or I'm not pretty or whatever. Mine is like, I'm not good enough. So I had to really do the work, right? The transformational work, the self-development to get rid of that. Um, and then, you know, that was that was during the building of my company for the first few years of like finding my ideal client, creating my offer, creating my LLC, being able to pitch, being able to, to deliver value that was there through that whole journey. And I had to really like rip that out.
0: Okay. Okay. So how about right now? Like where are you at right now? Because like I said, you, you've been through a lot. you really, you really, um, climbed the ladder in, in a sense, right. And you had a place where you're, you're doing well. So are you, are you currently dealing with any challenges at this, at the
1: state? Right now I'm looking at like a total addressable market challenge. Okay. I'm looking at like, how do I scale? Um, and how do I productize my service? Right. Okay. So, you know, how in service-based industry, it's in a way, it's still time for money. Mm-hmm. It's not It's not hourly per se, but it's like, okay, here's a project. Here's a solution, right? Here's a project. Here's a solution. How do I productize that? How do I productize that? That's my one of my big challenges right now. Also addressing total addressable market, which would be, you know, how many people are out there that I can actually serve to the highest capacity? How do I find these people
0: mm-hmm.
1: and how do I get in front of them?
0: Okay, okay. Yeah, that, that's, that's a good problem to have, man, because you're always looking, um, you're looking to serve, you're looking to present your best self and work with the clients that you know you can serve at your highest capacity. So that, that's that's totally understandable right there. So Josh, like knowing how hard you work, when do you have time to actually invest in your well-being because I know you mentioned before you're into martial arts and you you work on personal development what time do you normally implement these uh, I, I guess you said these factors or these activities?
1: You know <laughs> I'll call myself out that I sometimes I forget to do personal uh, personal self-care but I have been a lot better. You okay. know, been a lot better over the last 12, 18 months. Um, and usually, you know, it's gym in the morning. Uh, but when it's not that that's pretty like, you know, routine standard, When it's not that it's as simple as calling people on the phone, calling people on the phone, not talking about business, right. Just calling mm-hmm. friends, catching up. Okay. And of course there's time with friends, time with family, time playing games. I mm-hmm. actually started playing games again. Card games like I started playing Magic the Gathering okay, um, cool. because <laughs> there you need time to just like play,
0: yeah, you know, important.
1: You know, I don't play anything, I don't play video games, um, I don't play like poker, so I just found a way to kind of like relax and chill out, and that looks like playing games,
0: yeah, you know, Josh, that's so so important. Oftentimes, especially being business owners, right, we forget to do these things, we forget to prioritize. Um, ourselves in that sense, right? Playing is playing is important. You know, when you're playing, you're having a good time, you're not thinking about work because we're so focused on the bottom line, the bottom line. And this is why so many business owners are dealing with stress. And stress, stress is the number one killer. Stress mm-hmm. is the number one killer, right? And mm-hmm. majority mm-hmm. of illnesses are stress-related. Over 75% of illnesses are stress related. So I'm glad you're taking the time to invest in your well-being. It's a social so point, man. Thank
1: you, man. Thank you.
0: All right. So Josh, what do you believe you need to do um, in order to improve um, where you're at right now?
1: Great question. Uh, got me, Thomas. Um, so I, w- I would say to improve where I'm at right now uh-huh. right, is it's a scaling problem. Yeah. So I'm, so I'm, I'm, I'm getting my, my help, outside help, outside resources. That's one. And I would say number two, being highly intentional, Mm. right? Intentional focus, not my, you know, hard work is, is always there, right? The hours are there, right? But it's being intentional with the hours. So you deliver the highest value to yourself. That'd be my next, my next internal challenge as I grow my business.
0: Okay. Okay. So being laser focused and not distracted because sometimes you could work, but if your if your work is not being laser focused, then it takes yeah, to accomplish that task.
1: <laughs> and I would say it it beyond just the focus, right? You have a hundred yeah. things to do, mm-hmm. which are the ones that are actually going to move the needle. That's being intentional, right? There's that's being the focused, and there's being intentional, right? So I, I used to spend a lot of time calling people and and meeting people that were not my ideal client. Mm-hmm. You know, that that's something that that doesn't necessarily move the needle forward, right? And it's the same in many, many businesses, right? They're chasing all these like, and I see this in manufacturing a lot. They're chasing all the little small problems, right? Yeah. Like, oh, we had this quality error. Uh, we, we noticed that uh, last week we ran an hour slower, you know? So they start chasing that. Mm. And this goes for every business, every business owner. You start chasing the new thing instead of just focusing on the one thing you need to keep improving over and over and over again.
0: The one thing that reminds me of, of that book. The one thing.
1: <laughs> Which book is that?
0: It's a. I forgot the title, but um, it's a. It's a. It basically the goal is for you to focus on one thing at a time instead of being um trying to multitask. Because even though multitasking sounds like a phenomenal concept, but in reality, it's not right. <laughs> because when when working on too many things at once, we're not able to really give our energy and focus on a specific task, right? Because we are divided. We're divided. So by focusing on one thing at a time, it allows you to accomplish that task efficiently, then go to the next task and accomplish that efficiently as well. So I think that's a phenomenal concept. I forgot the title, the um, author of the book, but um, it's a phenomenal book, man. <laughs> awesome. All right. So I want you um, to tell us, are you currently working on any new projects that you, could sh- that you would like to share with us?
1: Always working on new projects right okay. now. Um, let's see. So one thing I am working on doing is helping business owners who want to invest in companies. So you okay. mentioned yourself, Thomas, that you're an investor, right? There's a big change happening in the American economy right now.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And if you're strategic about it, there's ways to create mergers and acquisitions, purchase small companies and, and roll them up into bigger companies and generate generational wealth. So one thing I'm working on is structuring companies for sale through process development, building out teams, right. Documenting everything, make sure everything's working right. And also working with people that want to buy nice i can help them choose like okay this is a good company or we can add in value by making some strategic hires or some strategic upgrades right so that would be my two um you know i I want i'm in the world of business investing mergers and acquisitions mergers and acquisitions yeah okay okay yeah that that sounds
0: phenomenal right there you know um there are a lot of companies that's that are out there and people don't know about that. You can actually buy companies that are already, um, operational. Sometimes the the owner m- might just want to retire. Right? So yeah, I mean, you're, you're in a good space, Josh.
1: <laughs> uh, I'd like to give you a statistic, right? Talk to me. 90% of first time businesses fail. 80% of second time businesses fail. Only 2% of businesses that are purchased fail
0: really yeah wow that's that's low only two percent yeah it's pretty wild i think i think more people need to start purchasing businesses instead of trying to start their own
1: (laughs) (laughs) well well, my mentor told me or taught me it's like it's just like buying a house like most of us understand the concept of buying a house but most of us don't understand the concept of buying business but it's there's a very similar path right like getting financing getting loans you know Mm -hmm. you don't have to shell out of two million dollars to buy a business
0: interesting so you could get a so so, so are there are there are there like uh services out there that give you a certain amount of uh, of loan to purchase to purchase a business because i know for houses there are a lot of incentives right there's a lot of uh government-based uh programs that help you out as well so is it similar like are there any similar programs of that magnitude
1: Absolutely. You can go to the SBA, number one really? SBA, and you can get an SBA loan to buy business. And it's actually one of the more friendly government programs to help to actually help you get, get the loan to get the financing to buy business. Got you. Now,
0: to all listeners out there, listen, I hope you guys are taking notes. Josh right now is dropping nuggets. He's dropping nuggets. All right. Take notes and execute. <laughs> so Josh... If someone were to inquire about your services or just want to connect with you, where can they find you?
1: You can find me on best place, email me, josh at joshtan.net. And I'm also very active on LinkedIn, Josh Tan. Um and my website is joshtan.net. Awesome, awesome.
0: It's quite quite simple, joshtan.net. So Josh, listen, thank you for coming on to this episode of How May I Serve You. And I also like to thank all of our listeners and viewers for letting us the ears and the eyeballs. So Josh, I have one last question before we head out. And that is, that is how may I serve you?
1: Wow, this is the best way to end a podcast. Uh, <laughs> Thomas, you know, it would be great if you can connect me with anyone that wants to that wants to invest in businesses that wants to grow a portfolio of businesses, buy and sell businesses, or, or roll businesses up into a larger portfolio. That would be That'd be an amazing uh value. Awesome, awesome. And I shall
0: man. Listen, I got you. You're part of my network now. We're we, we, we here. We're here. <laughs> Thank, Thank you, Thomas. Thomas. No problem. So, um, of course, so listen, um, once again, this is your host, Thomas Johnson, and I had a phenomenal podcast interview with Josh Tan. So, guys, make sure to tune into next episode because you're going to continue to receive this this type of content, right? Great conversation. I'm pretty sure you learn a lot because I learned a lot as well, right? So take care, be blessed. We'll see you on the other side. We out.